This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, yeah, welcome to the jungle. Guess you could take it two ways today. This is the jungle. Well, the jungle is the concert that you can uh, get to see absolutely free. We're giving away tickets right now for uh, you early risers this morning. Once again, you want a chance to uh, get the Guns N' Roses tickets coming up next month. Here's your chance to do it. We'll be doing this all morning long, and all you have to do is text us to 208. 206- 336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Or, I'm sorry. You, you can use your Verizon wireless, but you don't get pound 670. You just have to text us at 208-336-3700. Well, that's, that is easier. G, GNR is all you're texting. And uh, out of everybody that texts us this morning, one lucky person will get those free tickets. So going to be pretty easy for you, once again, uh, as you're laying in bed sleeping, maybe just waking up and you're listening in to us. This morning, uh, go ahead and text us uh, right now. You only have to text us once. Uh, it doesn't help you. It doesn't increase your chances texting more than once. Uh, just text us once this morning, and we're already off and running. 208-336-3700. That is our phone number to get through. Uh, if you want to talk to us this morning, 1-800-529-5264. You can hit pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to uh, email us, you can do that. Chris at KBY.com and Mike at KBY.com. Opening up the phone lines early for you. We want to hear uh, your input if you watched the GOP debate, the second debate. Did you watch it? Yeah. I saw pretty much all of it, plus some of the pre-discussion and some of the post-discussion. I can't, I can't watch these anymore. If this is the way this is going to be for the next year, it's unwatchable. <laughs> I mean, it literally yeah. is. I mean, they, I mean, they, really, they really don't need moderators. They should just stand up there and have a conversation. Um, the crosstalk last night, I'll, I'll bet you that there was uh, at least maybe 10 minutes of the two hours wasted on yeah. stuff that nobody could hear. System. And it's not the fault uh, of anybody who's involved. Excuse me. Thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting. If I may, you can't be on both sides. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges we should have a focus on the issues that matter. Between the big business in China, everybody knows that. If I may address, focus on holding Joe Biden accountable. That's what we need to be. I actually agree with Ron DeSantis. Speak at the same time. No one can understand. Exactly. So, if I may, I agree with Ron DeSantis on China. When every other CEO expanded into the Chinese market, you know what I did with my first company? We opened a subsidiary in China. But you know what I did that was different than every other company? We got the hell out of there. And when I started my yeah, next right company, you ran Strive, right when, no, years ago, right when I started my next company, Strive, to compete against it's BlackRock, excuse me, no, no. to compete against it's BlackRock, I made a commitment that we would never do business in China. And I will say something. Yes. I think you have more than time to explain yeah. your point. Well, if I, I was interrupted by a lot of people here, and I want to be respectful because I believe yeah. you were respectful people, last a bit. But I do not yeah. believe in these. We're sitting here in the Reagan Library. Yes, I wish you did not. In the honor of Ronald. 
Ronald Reagan's library, if I may, well, from one, Tim, from one admirer of Ronald Reagan to another, from one admirer of Reagan to another, we cannot do deals with Let's have a policy debate. Let's have a policy debate. And the right answer is we need to declare independence from China. And I will see that through. Vice President Pence. That I, I mean, I, that, see, that I, I think so I think that often was, during the two hours. I think that was very helpful because uh, I mean, I've already made a decision. I'm not going to vote for any of those. <laughs> I, th- you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people maybe thought, you know, when you get into it, he wasn't on stage. But the winner last night again was Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Because none of these people uh, set themselves uh, d- dis- out, despite how much DeSantis was trying to. Uh, get the win for uh, uh, Joe Biden, it, it seemed like. Because he kept up, like his, his biggest statement was that uh, Trump needed to answer for raising the, uh, the deficit, which, according to uh, DeSantis, is why we have inflation problems now. Didn't blame any of that on Biden. It yeah. was Trump's fault last night. Um, that, that's probably one of the parts that he, he forgot that he's uh, running as the Republican candidate against the Democratic candidate. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it, I mean, for the most part last night, I, I mean, really, really unwatchable. And, and, and for the part of the moderators, numerous times they had to say, hey, look, you got to quit talking yeah. to it once. Um, you know, and at one point they said, uh, I think it was on, on, uh, the North Dakota governor, I forgot his name right off the top of my head. Burgum. Uh, Burgum. He, he was talking and went way over his time, and it says, look, mm-hmm. we don't want to shut off your, your microphone. We really don't, but we will if you keep this up. Um, I personally think they should try out one debate once where everybody, yeah. you know, you ask them a question, everybody else's mic is off except that one person, and when that person's time is up, you can Mike's even off. give them an extra, it, their, yeah. their mic is off, and you move on to the next no, question. No extra time. No extra time, no cross You have to learn to speak within the time allotted. Yes. There's only one microphone on at a time. I, I think they just need to try that format once yeah. and see how that works, because, like I said, there was 10 minutes at least of just where you couldn't understand a thing anybody was saying. Right. Every one of those candidates came in with rehearsed lines, and regardless, all evening of what they were asked, they answered something from their rehearsed lines rather than answer the actual uh, question. That was the other really upsetting and frustrating part. It's like, you know, and, and one of them, Mike Pence, was really slammed on it because they asked a question. I think it was about uh, education or or something like that. Uh, maybe it maybe it was about the border, and he went into something on education. No, it was about Obamacare. Mm-hmm. It's like because he said that while he and uh, Trump were president and vice president, they would get rid of Obamacare. Well, it's still here. It's like so now if you're yeah. And, and, uh, he goes into a tangent doesn't mention obamacare until the so he gets done with his question and he goes and the moderator goes and exactly how does that get rid of obamacare again <laughs> he's like oh i'm glad you brought that back uh, uh to my question because i really wanted to answer that and it's like well why didn't you answer it that's funny because she also as part of the question said uh, and obamacare is more popular than ever yeah <laughs> um so um you, you talk about the rehearse lines and chris christie uh had numerous rehearsed lines about donald trump the donald duck thing yeah he gets asked a question and goes off on to donald trump not being at the debate and he mm-hmm. goes if this keeps up you know he's not going to be donald trump anymore he's going to be donald duck because he's ducking 
uh, debate. Um, yeah, he had the best comedy writers. Yeah, Christie took every chance he, he could at uh, slamming mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Um, and like I said, DeSantis got in on the act. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other interesting thing that uh, I find about Chris Christie at the end, as you, as you watch, because they ask, you know, out of everybody on the debate on the island, who would you vote off the island? And pretty much everybody didn't take the bait and say they would vote anybody off, with the exception of Chris Christie, and he wants to vote somebody off the island who isn't even on the island, which made no sense, because it's like, uh, I'd vote Donald Trump off. And he goes, yeah. well, he's, he's not here. So you're complaining he's, he's curr- not here. He's currently on a world <laughs> cruise, so he's not on the island. He, he complains that Donald Trump is not at there, and he needs to show up on the debate, and the first time he gets asked about donald trump being in a debate he says he needs to be voted out of the debates which after, makes no sense in, in the uh, afterward one of the commentators i was watching last night said that uh, ramaswamy had uh, probably established himself and the, the way this guy put it as the most annoying candidate of my lifetime and and the funny thing i saw uh, another comment about being annoying um from his own staff and he goes that's just the way he is that's not something we can fix mm-hmm which, he, might, he looked, be, which uh, might be true. <laughs> he looked taller last night, too, because of his hair. <laughs> Your thoughts uh, on the debate last night. What did you think? If you watched, uh, go ahead, give us your thoughts. Call in, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Um, did anybody separate themselves? Um, polling is already out. Drudge Report doesn't uh, poll while the debate is going on. Yeah. We'll tell you who the voters uh, who voted for, uh, who watched the debate and uh, took the poll on the Drudge Report report when we come back if you're on the line right now stay right where you're at steve we see you we'll get to you coming up here in just a couple minutes you want to uh, weigh in go ahead give us a call you can also email chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com time for our first check on sports this morning it's brought to you by pork belly in downtown cuna they're going to be opening up here in 45 minutes make your plans to get in for breakfast for the first time boise state has named co-ford student athletes of the week they are volleyball junior opposite hitter Paige Barch and football sophomore running back Ashton Genty. It's the second award this year for Barch, who last week recorded seven aces and 24 kills in the win over Colorado State and 30 kills and 10 digs in the win over Wyoming. Genty, of course, rushed for 205 yards and two touchdowns in the Broncos' 34-31 victory over San Diego State. Volleyball plays at Air Force tonight in Colorado Springs and at New Mexico Saturday in Albuquerque. The football team plays Saturday afternoon at Memphis. A big three-team trade in the NBA Wednesday. The Milwaukee Bucks got all-star Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers. Portland picked up Drew Holiday from Milwaukee and DeAndre Ayton and rookie Tamani Kamara from the Phoenix Suns. And Phoenix got Yusuf Nurkic, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson from Portland, and Grayson Allen from Milwaukee. That's sports. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Drive angry, live and local, every afternoon with Nate Shellman. you're not angry before, he'll make you angry. Or he'll just be angry. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Steve in Boise, listening on 670 AM this morning. Good morning, you're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. What's up? Can you hear? Oh, I just uh, wanted to say, like, 
I think America sounds like it has a bad listening problem after watching that. I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What, what, what did you say? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that's that's the biggest problem. I mean, even anymore, it's almost like people are afraid to say whether they're Democrat or Republican because we've got a line of idiots. I think <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> I don't think either one of us is going to argue with yeah, you at this I, point. I, I'd like to, but I really, I really can't. <laughs> well, and I, I don't know. I think I think you just need to go back to having respect and being a human all over again. I mean, I yeah. don't know what the hell they're trying to do, but I think they're just trying to outsmart each other, but they all are idiots. Thank you for the call, Steve. Appreciate it. Did you watch the debate last night? I did not, but uh, I did listen to a few things this morning before I came into the work. Yeah. It's just... It's shameful. It really is. It's, it's a bummer. I'm a Republican. And it's, it's amazing. You really didn't need to hear very much to come to no. that conclusion either, <laughs> yeah. did you? <laughs> well, I, I guess you guys watched it, so. Yeah. Sure that, uh, well, yeah. I mean, me. it's not that there wasn't a lot better stuff like the Mariners Astros game going on, but, you know, for our job, <laughs> we kind of got to pay attention mm-hmm. to it. So, hey, thanks yeah, for the call, Steve. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. As I like to say, we have a minor obligation. Yeah. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we will continue to take your calls this morning. If you watched the debate last night uh, and put yourself through that two hours, we'd love to hear from you, see what you uh, think. Uh, Drudge Poll, um, they do, um, it's, it's not a scientific poll or anything. They do a poll that they post on their site. As you watch it and get done watching it, uh, you get a vote for who you think won, according to the uh, Drudge Poll last night. Nikki Haley. Got 36% of the votes on who the uh, people who took part in the poll won. Ron DeSantis came in second with 20%. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy third at 19%. And Chris Christie uh, came in fourth at 15%. The uh, bottom three, Burgeon, Scott, Pence was last. I had I had two, him last on, two percent, my, yeah. on my scorecard as well. I, I kind of did too. It was sort of like he went from... I mean, when you went to him, it's like going from fire and brimstone to milk toast all of a sudden. <laughs> no, I thought the same thing. Um, the other one that uh, kind of surprised me, because I like him, um, Tim Scott. Um, I had I, him second to the last. Yeah, I didn't think he did a good job last night. I thought he did okay on the first one. Last night, he was responsible probably for 60 to 70% yeah. of the cross-talking. He just wouldn't let uh, I, people finish I their thoughts. I marked him down for saying some of my best friends too many times. Yeah. 208 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, if you want to weigh in, tell us who you think won last night. Um, you can tell us what your thoughts are. We'll take your calls throughout the morning. There is more to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about a uh, change yesterday in the uh, Senate, which is kind of surprising because this is a change to the change that happened just a week ago. Um, and then also today, hearing gets underway on uh, Biden. Influence peddling, mm-hmm. um, evidence starts to get released. Uh, if there is evidence, we'll find out because there's a lot of claim by Democrats. There's absolutely no evidence. So we'll start to see if there is some evidence as that committee meets uh, starting later this morning. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBLI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
642, uh, Dow Futures up 45 points uh, as of right now. NASDAQ down just a, a little bit. Uh, I mean, third, 10 points is basically flat. Kind of a volatile day yesterday on the stock market. We'll be talking with Jeremiah Bates coming up here in just about uh, 40 minutes uh, about when we're going to see kind of a, a change, hopefully, here for those people. Uh, Standard & Poor now, uh, for instance, sitting at the lowest level that it has been all year. Once again, we'll talk with Jeremiah on the way. Uh, coming up this Saturday, uh, the annual walk to end uh, Alzheimer's uh, coming to Meridian. Uh, participants walking to end Alzheimer's will assemble at uh, Julius Kleiner Memorial Park and join the world's largest Alzheimer's fundraising event. This is going on uh, across the world, not just here in the Treasure Valley. Um, it's an annual event. Takes place in over 600 communities. Um, there are no fees to register for the event, though there will be prizes awarded for various fundraising tiers. So if you're helping to raise money, if you just want to take part and support, you can do that. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, to register for the walk and to register to uh, try and take part, maybe winning those prizes for fundraising, you can go to ACT. That's act.alz.org. All funds, 100% of the funds raised during the event are used to go towards research support and further care for individuals suffering uh, from the uh, disease. It's one of those things where I, I don't think that you can point to nearly anybody in the United States or the world, for that matter, yeah. who isn't connected in some way, shape, or form back, uh, back with in the, Alzheimer's. Back in the 90s, I was on the Alzheimer's Board of Directors. In fact, I was the vice president one year. Uh, never became the president. Um, didn't want to. But um, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because you know people are always... When, when I tell them that, people always make a joke about, did you forget to go to the meetings or something like that? <laughs> and then they act like they're really embarrassed that they've said something terrible. Nobody makes more jokes like that than the Alzheimer's patients themselves. Yeah. I've had a uh, grandmother who died of Alzheimer's, an aunt who just a couple of years ago mm-hmm. um, who passed away from it. It's just a, it's a horrific thing to watch, an unfortunate thing to watch. And unfortunately... A lot of people are going to go through it either directly or, or you know, because they're going to suffer for it or indirectly. So um, hopefully the money that the, is raised for this will maybe eventually find a cure um, or at least help. So once again, if you want to take part, it's going on Saturday and uh, ACT, that's act.alz.org. If you want to take part and get more information, you can do that right now. KBOI News Time is uh, 6.45. Time for another check on what's going on with sports this morning with Chris. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna, opening up just 15 minutes away. Uh, really, uh, if you don't want to sit there with your mouth agape when you get there trying to figure out what you want <laughs> off their large menu, uh, check it out before you go. There are so many delicious items on the menu, and you can do that by going to theporkbellyidaho.com. Boise State's women's golf team finished in fourth place. That was out of 16 teams Wednesday finishing 28 over at the Golf Week Red Sky Classic in Wolcott, Colorado, which is near Vail. Four Broncos finished in the top 30. Teal Matsueda tied for 12th at 2 over. Leah Chung tied for 17th at 5 over. Jillian Hull tied for 23rd at 7 over. And Hannah Lim tied for 27th at 9 over. Pepperdine was the team champion, shooting even par, which is pretty incredible for a team. Allison Gastelum of New Mexico State was the individual champion, shooting a 71-70-68 on a par 72 for a 7-under score of 209. 
The Boise State team is off until Monday, October 9th now, when they will start play at the New Mexico State Golf Iconic Classic in Las Cruces. In baseball, with only five days left in the season, no new teams clinched a spot in the playoffs Wednesday. Of the teams still in the running in the American League, Houston beat Seattle 8-3, Texas shut out the Angels 5-0, and Toronto lost to the Yankees 6-0 as New York pitcher Garrett Cole threw a two-hit complete game shutout, rare these days, and outfielder Aaron Judge hit two home runs. Of the National League remaining contenders, Philadelphia beat the Pirates 7-6. Arizona shut out the White Sox 3-0. The Cubs lost to Atlanta 6-5. Miami lost to the Mets 11-2. And the Reds lost to Cleveland 4-3. That's sports. Your home of the Broncos for 50 years. 670 KBOI. Boise. 93.1 KBOI FM. New Plymouth. News Talk. KBOI. From ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. Freedom for U.S. Army Private Travis King held captive in North Korea since July. He got off a plane overnight in San Antonio, Texas, back on U.S. soil. Travis King, who for unknown reasons sprinted across a heavily fortified border into North Korea more than two months ago, was handed off to representatives from Sweden in North Korea yesterday. They then drove King across the border into China and transferred him to a waiting U.S. official. The Army considered him AWOL after he darted through the demilitarized zone into North Korea on July 18th. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. This morning, Republicans on Capitol Hill hold the opening hearing of their impeachment inquiry against President Biden, alleging he's tied to his son Hunter's business dealings overseas. They'll hear from a constitutional law professor, a forensic accountant, uh, and a former Justice Department official, and they will basically lay out the theory of the case, why Republicans think that they have the evidence to move forward with an impeachment based on corruption charges against the president. ABC's Terry Moran, the White House, calls the impeachment inquiry a political stunt. Last night's Republican presidential debate went on without former President Trump. Most of the candidates shying away from attacking the GOP frontrunner. Behind closed doors today, a defiant New Jersey senior Senator Bob Menendez said to address fellow Democrats one day after he and his wife were arraigned on federal bribery charges, allegedly enriching themselves with a stash of cash and other luxuries. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer stopping just short of calling on Menendez to resign, despite a long line of others who've already done so. For senators, there's a much, much higher standard. And clearly, when you read the indictment, Senator Menendez fell way, way below that standard. Menendez has vowed not to go anywhere while he fights the charges. And new numbers from the federal government on jobless claims, they inched up slightly by 2,000 claims this week after reaching their lowest level in eight months. You're listening to ABC News. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. The FTC, alongside 17 states, are suing Amazon over what they call monopolistic practices. The suit alleges the company engaged in far-reaching schemes that prevented rivals from competing against Amazon and disadvantaged consumers as a result by inflating prices and degrading quality. In a statement, Amazon said the lawsuit is wrong on the facts and the law and that it looks forward to making that case in court. Amazon firing back, defending its practices and saying if the FTC gets its way, the result would be fewer products to choose from, higher prices, slower deliveries for consumers, and reduced options for small businesses. The lawsuit filed by the FTC is wrong on the facts and the law. 
The suit had long been expected, with the head of the FTC vowing to rein in tech companies, but the legal strategy is far from a sure bet. I'm not involved in the negotiations. I uh, haven't talked to the any of the attorneys general on this case. I don't understand, though, how they plan to prove Amazon is a monopoly. You look up the definition of monopoly, I mean, it's one. In other words... You'd have to be the only company doing something, and they're not. They have a lot of competition. They just are better than their competition for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like any, almost everything that you can buy on Amazon, Mm -hmm. I can go to Walmart uh, and purchase it online from Walmart instead of Amazon if I want to. Almost. If I can't find it on Amazon, I can go uh, and find it at another place. Or if I want to get in my car and drive someplace, there are all and sorts of stores that sell the exact same thing. Amazon makes very few products. Yeah, that's true. They sell things for other companies and for other stores, some of whom have gotten really rich using Amazon. Yeah. Uh, I heard an explanation um, this morning driving into uh, work as I was listening to the show on before us, and they, somebody was trying to explain it and saying, well, Amazon, you know, charges um, people that sell their stuff, and they charge kind of a high price to for that ability to do that, which raises the prices on Amazon, and then it also raises the prices for all the other competing companies. They raise their prices, too. And I went, okay, that's still not a monopoly. That's called free enterprise. Mm-hmm. It, it it's called free trade. Amazon doesn't force those other companies to raise their prices. And if you've ever compared anything on Amazon, you can find real bargains. Yeah. And you can buy things at one price or a higher price or a higher price. And most people, I think, would probably go for the lowest. So I don't. I I kind of get where Amazon's coming on this. It's like, um, you know, we're going to prove that you're, you know, wrong on the facts and, and wrong on the law, um, unless I'm just understanding this incorrectly. But like I said, they're suing them for being a monopoly when they're not the only one that has, you know, the, the same business model. I mean, fa- Facebook Marketplace. There's another one that does almost the exact, same thing as Amazon. Uh, the platform is different. It's obviously. like a cross between Amazon and eBay, really. Yeah, yeah. eBay is another one. Uh, so I, the the whole thing of suing over a monopoly, I don't understand where that's going to uh, lead to. Um, but you know, uh, you've got a lot of people. You got was it say seventeen different um, attorneys generals uh, in states that are uh, suing Federal Trade Commission, suing over the fact that mm-hmm. Amazon is a monopoly. I mean, they spent, I, I get it, they charge a lot of money to take part and sell your stuff on Amazon if you are uh, somebody that's, you know, wanting to sell your stuff. But how many millions of dollars and how much time did it take to put together their business model? This wasn't something that they just, you know, woke up yesterday yeah. and said, oh, look, we got this, well, this thing Amazon, right here. Amazon started out as a bookseller mm-hmm. and uh, they got very good at it very fast. And so it suddenly occurred to them, you know, we could sell other stuff the same way, and that worked too. And I get it. They make a lot of money, <laughs> and that's why a lot of people own their stock. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I don't know if this is just an attempt to go. Okay, they're making too much money. We want to see that That's some of that money spread around. More than likely, what it is. Yeah. Uh, another thing, just quickly, because we talked about this yesterday and uh, didn't understand the ruling in the uh, Trump case that we told you about yesterday um, from the uh, judge um, in a summary judgment, uh, basically said that he believes that uh, Trump committed fraud, doesn't even need to see evidence in a trial. He, he just said that he's committed fraud uh, by overvaluing his properties. Um a lot of people weighed in uh, yesterday on that. I'm talking about uh, real estate insiders, um, insurance companies who are located in Florida. One prominent Palm Beach real estate broker speaking on the condition of anonymity told the Washington Post yesterday, it's utterly delusional to think that the Mar-a-Lago property is only worth $18 million. That's what the judge says. The judge says but here's the, the property is only worth $18 million. Here's the problem I'm, I'm having with a little bit of the procedure here by, by the Trump uh, family mm-hmm. uh, in that uh, Mar-a-Lago was uh, assessed at between 18 and $26 million. Right. So they're paying taxes based on that, right. which is about $500,000 right. that you have to pay. And uh, Trump even went to court to say that uh, the assessment was too high. And, of course, day before yesterday, Eric says that uh, Mar-a-Lago is easily worth a billion dollars. Now, is Eric saying that, and we would love to pay the taxes on a billion-dollar property? If not, perhaps he shouldn't be talking. Yeah, uh, and there was nobody who thought that the property is worth a billion dollars however uh, an insider said uh, in the if the market if the Mar-a-Lago property was on the market today it would list around $300 minimum 300 million you mean 300 million minimum yeah which is you know considerably more than which is 26 million well yeah and it's what trump said that the value was worth he said it was around 250 to 300 million dollars but i'm guessing he still doesn't want to pay the taxes on that much well one has nothing to do with the other i realize that yeah the However, assessment there's a has big nothing di- to do there's a big discrepancy between 300 and and, all, and only like 18 to 26 right but that's not fraud right to pay what the assessment value is on the property tax because you don't set no, that it's yourself it's not um yeah um, and getting a loan at $300 million. A two-acre plot of land filled with trees situated five minutes from Mar-a-Lago. Two-acre plot is up for sale at $150 million. Two acres. I wonder if it will Mar- sell. Mar-a-Lago has 40 acres. Mm-hmm. So, Mar-a-Lago, I'm sorry, 20, 20, 20 acres. I, it, I gave it, it too much. It wasn't always a resort. Like, you know, they, they have it as a resort. They run it as a business, but... Uh, at one time, it was simply the largest private home in the state of Florida. Yeah. So, uh, as far as the valuations, and we talked about that yesterday. And by the way, um, he has paid all his loans back with with interest. So it's not True. like he, he said, "Oh, I'm," not, and then not. That's why it. the banks aren't complaining. Yeah. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Let's get a check on what's going on with sports once again with Chris. Brought to you by Pork Belly and Kita. They're open now. Don't forget, not only open at seven a.m. every morning, but their coffee drive through. If you got to get that coffee or energy drink, uh, hip drips, whatever, get through the coffee drive through. Don't even have to get out of the car. It opens at seven a.m. just like the restaurant does. The Boise State women's basketball team released its 2023-2024 season schedule Wednesday 
First up will be an exhibition game against the Masters College. That'll be November 3rd. Opponents of on the uh, pre-conference schedule include the College of Idaho, Pepperdine, Santa Clara, Rutgers, and BYU. There are 17 home games in all at Extra Mile Arena. Conference games begin December 30th against Wyoming. NFL tonight, it's an NFC North matchup, the Detroit Lions versus the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Both teams are 2-1. and one. The Lions on Sunday beat Atlanta 20-6. Green Bay got by the Saints 18-17. If you want to see the game, it's at 6.15 Mountain Time, and you need to have Amazon Prime Video. That's sports. Casper and Chris on KBOI Radio App. We are News Talk KBOI. On the Dow Futures, uh, was up uh, over 50 points a little while ago, now down 22 points just a few minutes ahead of the opening. However, uh, one thing I want to talk about uh, might have a lot of local people who are listening this morning uh, interested. A local company is down big today. Yeah, it's rallied a little bit, Mike, like you said. We're seeing futures trading kind of bounce all over the place, but we're starting to see companies report their financials for the for their quarters, right? And when we get into early, about mid-October, that's when we're going to be kicking off the next round of earnings season. And yesterday we saw a couple companies report to include shares or to include Micron, which came in a little bit uh, weaker than what was anticipated. Now, Micron uh, so far this year going through Wednesday's close, it's up 36%. So it's been performing really well. But pre-market trading, it was down almost 5%. It's bounced off that low, currently down over 2.5%. So we're clearly seeing a bit of repricing on Micron. Now, as far as the long-term projections of Micron, listen, the demand for chips and DRAM, I mean, the, the basically what Micron produces. That demand is going to be there, but it's interesting that the guidance was a little bit weaker than anticipated, so we're seeing that market reaction. We also had CarMax, and shares are down big. They were down almost 12%, uh, and that's pretty clear to understand that with rising interest rates, that's certainly going to affect CarMax, uh, CarMax's profitability and the market repricing those shares. But on the flip side, you have GameStop up over 8%, our beloved meme stock, um, after they did uh, replace their CEO with billionaire activist Ryan Cohen. So again, I, I think we're going to probably see more of disappointing guidance or in these earnings calls and earnings reports uh, being a little bit sheepish and not as forthcoming with how these companies and, and executives are viewing the future because there's just a lot of uncertainty around you know, macroeconomic backdrop. We're talking about interest rates, which is interesting because... Because one of the other big items that come out this morning in pre-market was we saw a pretty big downward revision uh, from the GDP numbers that were reported in the second quarter of this year. And you got to let these things cycle through. And it's not a surprise to see these revisions. But it took consumption. Now, personal consumption, again, is the main driver of our U.S. economy. And in our second quarter report, Consumption looked good. It was up 1.7% on an annualized basis. That revision dropped it down to 0.8%. And just to put some perspective on this, that quarterly report for uh, for consumption, that's the weakest that we've seen since the pandemic decline. So I think that really drove a little bit of reaction in the market as well. So Another economic report um, where it's showing unemployment benefits remaining at a historic low. So lots of mixed items coming in through the market. But bottom line is we've eked out a small gain yesterday for the most part. I think today is going to be volatile, much like we're seeing in futures market right now.
All right, as we said, uh, looks like we're going to be opening to the downside here in a few minutes. We'll get some more updates throughout the day, and then we'll talk to you again for a Friday morning. Thanks, Jens. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Lawrence. If you want to get through and take part in the show, that's what we're here for. You can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Did you watch the GOP debate last night? Love to hear your thoughts on that. Who do you think won, if anybody? What did you think about the debate? One of the, I have to say, the the moderators also were very frustrating last night. And I, 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 this is done on purpose. It's not done for any other reason. And I can get why, I get why the uh, people taking part were frustrated also. Uh, because they, they have a list of questions. And it, it was really weird that they would say, all right, Governor DeSantis, we have a question for you. And they would ask a, a question, uh, you know, about things that, you know, Americans are worried about, but maybe something that's going on, especially in his state. And then people on the stage wanted to weigh in after he got a chance to answer and give their thoughts. But then all of a sudden they move on to a completely different question. So it's like they ask one specific question of one person. Nobody else got to weigh in on it. And yeah. then uh, that caused a lot of the crosstalk. Um you know, the talking over each other, two, three, four. I at times, there were five people all yelling at once. Proposed a, about a year ago that instead of having a debate in the format they currently have it, what you do is uh, submit a list of questions, the exact same questions to every candidate, and then put them in front of a camera one at a time, and then everybody goes home. <laughs> you know, I had mentioned... Um, I wish they would try out. I, I I get why they don't want to turn off their microphones, but even last night they threatened to do that mm-hmm. at one point saying, look, we don't want, we, we'll turn off your microphone. We don't want to do that, but if you don't shut up, we're going to turn off your microphone. I would like to see just one time to see how it would work because, I mean, you had 10 minutes at least that were wasted last night where you couldn't understand a thing anybody was saying because everybody was trying to talk at once. Mm-hmm. Um, just one time try it where... There's only one microphone on at a time. And when you turn somebody else's microphone on, all the others turn off. And then it doesn't do any good. You can yell as much as you want. Nobody's going to hear anything except, except for what's getting said over the microphone. It's a good experiment. And if it works, we should keep the mics yeah, off permanently. Yeah, uh, just try it. See see if it does work. The, uh, the other thing that maybe you try that I think would be more entertaining for us, uh, instead of turning off the microphone, uh, you start cross-talking, put a shock collar on them. You know, like your dog's dog. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, put a shock collar on. If you start talking while somebody else is talking and it's not your turn, your your collar is going to shock you. That'd be a lot of fun to watch, think, I think. Think they'd go for that? Do you think, how many people would tune in to watch that? Every, yeah, everyone. Ever raise yeah. your hand. <laughs> Literally, nobody I know would skip it. Yeah. It, at least you would get a lot more eyes on uh, on your uh, debate. But I, well, I know where does it won't. go from there? Hey, let's torture them even more. People, 
people seem to really enjoy that. Yes. The loser gets waterboarded at Here, the end. Hot poker for you. <laughs> yes. You, you want to do a good job because if you're deemed the loser, we're going to waterboard you. Uh, at the end. Uh, text message in here before we move on to sports. Uh, this is very nice. No name on this, but thank you very much. Uh, just out of the blue. Love your show. It gets me going every morning. Uh, thank you for your humor. Oh, cool. Well, I wish you had written your name because I'd like to personally thank you, but whoever wrote that in this morning and texted us, thank you very much, and I'm glad you listen every morning. 7.45, time for a final check on sports this morning. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna, the place to go. If you want uh, breakfast or lunch, they're open seven days a week. It's 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Delicious breakfast made from scratch every single day. Not just delicious, but lots of it, too. You don't believe me? Get in and find out for yourself today. Pork Belly and Cuna. The Boise State women's soccer team plays host to Wyoming tonight at 7 at the Boaz Soccer Complex in Boise. Wyoming has four wins, three losses, and three ties so far this season. The Broncos are 3-1-6, and six, six ties. Sunday at noon, Boise State will play Colorado State, also at the Boaz Soccer Complex. Colorado State, six wins, two losses, and two ties. Boise State's men's tennis team is back in Colorado today to compete in the ITA Mountain Regional, which will run through Monday in Colorado Springs. They were in Colorado just last week. Broncos playing will be senior Caden Mordhot, junior Jet Middleton, junior James Van Herziel, and sophomore Yip Van Ossendelft. The field You made that last no, one. No, I didn't. <laughs> that's that's quite Dutch. <clears throat> Yip Van Ossendelft. <laughs> I love that. The field for the regional includes Air Force, Boise State, BYU, Denver, Idaho, Idaho State. Montana, Montana State, New Mexico State, Northern Arizona, Nevada, Las Vegas, Utah, Utah State, and Weber State. And that's sports. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 752 uh throughout the morning we'll continue to take your thoughts on what you thought about last night's debate if you watched it uh i got a email in mike at kby.com says i went to bed shortly after 8 p.m too much talking over each other debate not a success mm-hmm. no discipline I curtis, think a lot of people felt the same way curtis writes in i think judge judy needs to be the next moderator <laughs> and let's see lisa in boise uh said, hey, Chris, you had to give Nikki Haley points last night for saying to Ramaswamy, every time I hear you, I feel dumber. <laughs> okay, I, I, That was a pretty good line. I probably line. did give her one point for yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was a pretty good line. Um, the other thing I saw, thought she got, because she got attacked for having a $11,000 drapes um, mm-hmm. in, in the uh, office or when she was... South Carolina State House? Yeah. yeah. It, no, it wasn't the State House. Oh. It was uh, in the, when she was serving as... Um, ambassador? Uh, ambassador. Okay. And uh, said, uh, you might want to check up on your history. Obama bought those drapes. I didn't buy them. So, <laughs> uh, Bruce, uh, listening in Florida this morning, uh, I'm guessing you're listening online, uh, but Bruce, you're from... Boise, listening in Florida. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, uh, we just moved to Florida about a year ago, and I listen to KBY every day. And so I finally got it on my phone. I just did the app, I think. 
Good for you. And um, <clears throat> everybody's thinking here in Florida, like on our governor, if we lose him, then who's going to take his place? So right now we have things really good in Florida. I mean, everything's pretty good here in Florida. It's, it's almost like we're in a bubble, you know, um, mm-hmm. all the things all, all the things you see on the news. For the most part, where I'm at, I, I'm in I'm in what they call Lake County, and it's really beautiful here. And you know, there, there's none of the stuff that you hear about on the news all the time. So you don't want to lose DeSantis as president because you want to keep him as governor? Is that what you're saying? Sort of, I guess. I mean, I don't know who, who would take his place. I mean, you know, it's kind of like the a lot of the people here are feeling that. Yes. I mean, everybody you ask or everybody, you know, I don't bring it up a lot, but people say, well, I don't know who's going to take this place. Who's going to take this place? I mean, that's kind of like the big question. There are two reasons right now that you may not need to worry about it. One is that he is by far not the front runner. That would be Trump. And number two, Trump, in his speech last night to uh, some auto workers, said that he was not planning to offer the vice presidency to anybody who is currently running for president. Hmm. That well, would, so he might have a that. really good chance of just staying Florida governor. <laughs> that's a that's yeah. a, that's interesting. Um, and, and, and interesting just because by saying that, he basically, if you read between the lines, says he already knows who he's going to pick as his vice president. Right? If you if you say I am not picking anybody running for president right now. He kind of has in mind, it sounds like, who he wants mm-hmm. to be as vice presidential candidate. Either that or he simply has eliminated, uh, you know, seven or eight people. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Hey, Bruce, uh, thank you for the phone call. Uh, feel free to give us a, a call anytime from Florida. It's always nice to uh, get a input from all the way across the country and uh, appreciate you listening in uh, on the app there, KBOI, every morning. Much appreciated. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy flat out rejecting a bipartisan plan from the Senate. McCarthy says without new border restrictions, no deal. Trying to shift the focus to President Biden's handling of the border. But if Congress does not act to avoid a shutdown... 20,000 Border Patrol agents may not get a paycheck. Lawmakers will still collect checks from their $174,000 annual salary. Lawmakers are still very far apart on a deal. The top Republicans here on Capitol Hill now divided on how to avert a government shutdown with just two days to go. This will be the first time in decades troops under the Defense Department would go unpaid. Congress would have to pass a bill for personnel to receive paychecks during a shutdown. Strange. Congressmen would uh, all continue to get their so paychecks for $174,000 a year. For the military, already no promotions, and now no paychecks either. Well, I, first of all, if you're in the military, you're all pretty much independently wealthy anyway. Because you make so much money, no matter what branch of the armed service you serve in. I, I, I mean, they're the highest paid workers in America. Sarcasm? Yes. Okay. I knew that. I just wanted everybody else to know it, too. I have a son who is in the Air Force. Um, he's stationed at, at Fairchild and just uh, returned home from his deployment in uh, Germany a couple of weeks ago. He'd been there for the last six months. And 
he likes being deployed, uh, number one, because um, he doesn't spend any of his own money when he's deployed. So all his food and everything um, paid for. Uh, and he, he made about an extra $1,800 a month uh, because they, they get paid a stipend when, when they're also deployed. Um, so for the six months, he made an extra $1,800 a month that oh, he wouldn't have made as, if he was in Fairchild. A little better compensation. Yeah. Um, he's not using gas. Now, he still has to pay his car payments. He still, even though he's not living in his apartment, he still has to make uh, the payments on the apartment and everything when he's not there. But he makes more money. That, and, he, and he likes that. And he keeps busy. Um, he, he came back and um, he, he works seven days a week. I mean, it's not an easy job. He's working seven days a week when he was over there. But he looked fabulous. He lost probably 25 pounds because he's working so much while he's over there. Not a lot to go out and do. Said, you know, he, he, he's not like going to the bar every night after work or on the weekends yeah. or anything like that. So he looked great. Um, but luckily for him, and there's going to be a lot of people that maybe, you know, weren't deployed over the last six months, he's been saving up that extra money. So he has some money left over that he's been saving up. But there's a lot of people that are in the military that don't make a, a, enough money to be saving up for something like this. Your bills don't stop when the government shuts down and you don't get a paycheck yeah, anymore. True. You're still having to pay your rent. You're still having to buy food for your family. You're still having to send your kids, if you have kids, uh, to school and, and pay their medical bills just because you don't get a paycheck. Now, granted, this will be made up um, once they figure it out. I mean, this isn't uh, if there is a shutdown, and we have three days left. If there mm-hmm. is a shutdown on Sunday, um, they'll get their their back pay, but it could be short term hardship. On a lot of people in the military, plus plus other, they're not the only ones. By the way, I mentioned that U.S. senators, members of the House of Representatives, con- congressmen, they all will continue to get their salary. They don't get shut down, which doesn't seem fair at all. It's like if you have other federal employees are being paid. Why are they not getting paid, but you continue to go work, go mm. get your pay paycheck? Even, Even though, though you're the ones, you're who, the ones uh, causing it, yeah, yeah. The people who work for the congressman, pages, interns, nothing, assistants, do not get paid. Congressmen still get paid. There has to be some way that uh, there has to be enough people with the cojones in Congress, <laughs> and I know they. The reason it won't happen is because there aren't. They have to vote themselves not getting a paycheck right but there has to be enough people to say hey we're serious about this if everybody else is going to suffer we're going to suffer right along with you when we shut down the government we will not get paid in the future ever if there's a government shutdown until everybody else starts to get paid too or here's an alternative they could fix it and no one could suffer there you go they still have three days although it still looks like they're a long ways away uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, said yesterday the bipartisan uh, bill for a continuing resolution in the uh, Senate, they're not going to even take that up for a vote. Said it's it's dead on arrival. Um, so the Senate's proposal, not going to be happening. Um, a lot of this lies in funding, more funding for Border Patrol. I said without funding for Border Patrol um, and doing something about the border, um, then they're not going to pass this. So uh, that's a long ways away for three days left on this thing. So 
Uh, I'm still maybe a little, I thought 60-40 earlier in the week. I'm 70-30 that this thing is at least going to uh, be shut down on Sunday. I don't know how long it's going to last. I was 99 to 1 earlier, but I'm, I'm down to about 98 to 2. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're wondering what uh, Idaho's delegation thinks, Senator Mike Crapo um, vehemently against the shutdown, as is Senator Jim Risch. Um, I'm advocating for the best possible solution that saves taxpayer dollars, reduces excessive spending, and keeps the government open. Uh, Representative uh, Mike Simpson, I support reduced federal spending, fiscal responsibility goes, but letting the government shut down doesn't do us any good and get us any closer to the end result. Um, Congressman Russ Fulcher, tomorrow morning, we're going to find out how he feels. He's going to be appearing live with us tomorrow morning at about 830. Uh, We'll be talking about the impending possible shutdown, which would happen on Sunday if there is no agreement. Um, the impeachment inquiry, by the way, just got underway moments ago. Uh, we'll talk to him a little bit about that also tomorrow morning. So once again, that's with Congressman Russ Fulcher, live from Washington, D.C., coming up here this morning. What a way on your thoughts. I, I, I'm curious, and I haven't paid a lot of attention to the previous shutdowns before. Has anything good ever happen when i say good where you can sit there the government shutdown is over and other than the good thing of it being the shutdown being over (laughs) has anything good ever come with nobody coming to agreement and having to shut down the government Hmm. that's uh that's a really good question uh doing a quick uh google search yeah Looks think, like, think it, about it, that. Well, it, it looks like no. Yeah, that's what, if somebody can point out something good that has happened in a previous shutdown before, um, feel free to email us right now, mike at kboi.com or chris at kboi.com. Need to take a break, get you uh, caught up with sports here this morning. Don't go away. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza when we come back right after Bronco Sports today. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Uh, if it's a good time to buy, wouldn't you like to know? They can help you out with that. Is it a good time to sell? They can help you out, among other things, give you a free, uh, comprehensive market analysis, tell you what your property is worth. And all you have to do is call 208 888 4128. All right, Glenn's going to get first crack at her question. $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza is up for grabs. Use it at any one of their locations throughout the Treasure Valley if you win. Glenn, uh, in what will go down in history as one of the worst business decisions ever. It was a blunder. This company had a chance to buy another company for $50 million, but thought that price was absolutely ridiculous. What were the names of the companies involved in this failed deal that now, years later, is worth billions of dollars? I believe it was Blockbuster and Netflix. That is correct, yes. Netflix wanted uh, Blockbuster to buy them out for $50 million. This is one of those uh, failed deals where Netflix at this point is probably really happy uh, that it (laughs) didn't happen. And uh, Blockbuster is nowhere to be found, so you can't really ask anybody from Blockbuster if they're happy about it because uh, they eventually went out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one Blockbuster still open in, is it Eugene or Bend? Ben, it's Bend, Bend, Oregon. Bend yeah, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. However, it's, a, it, it, it's an independent 
essentially. Yeah, that still just kept the name Blockbuster. But yeah, billions of dollars that it is worth now. Uh, horrible business decision. Now, granted, maybe uh, Blockbuster didn't have $50 million at the time, but man, I wish they could. You know what? I think they did. Yeah. That was the point at the time because they hadn't started. Uh, you know, their downhill uh, spiral at that yeah. point. Hey, congratulations, Glenn. Hold on the line. we got a $50 gift certificate to uh, Blaze Pizza for you. Um, we'll get your information one more day. Tomorrow morning, we'll have another chance for you to get uh, that uh, final $50 gift certificate to Blaze Pizza. Don't forget, still winning, going on right now. If you haven't done so, text GNR to 208-336-3700. You'll have until about uh, 9.50 this morning. One person will be chosen to get those free pair of Guns N' Roses tickets when they come to town next month. Go ahead. Text away right now. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Don't ask stupid questions. Don't ask stupid questions. Remember, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Today, September 28th, is Ask a Stupid Question Day. Stupid question. That's a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. But I watch you a lot. You ask a lot of stupid questions. You always want to ask me stupid questions. It is Ask a Stupid Question Day today. Oh, hey, ask your stupid questions. It's showtime. Now, granted, there's probably not a show that goes by on the Casper and Chris show where we don't get at least one stupid question. Or, you know, ask at least one. Sometimes, yeah, it's Chris and myself Mm -hmm. with that stupid question. Quite often. Yeah. But today is Ask a Stupid Question Day. So if you want a stupid question, we're not going to ridicule you today for your stupid questions. I don't think. We're not going to like write their name down and then ridicule I'm, them tomorrow. I'm, I, I, I promise we're going to try not to ridicule you today. Okay. If you have a stupid question, feel free. Go ahead. Give us a call. 208-336-3700. It's, it's, it's no ridicule Thursday. <laughs> um, taking your phone calls this morning, once again, at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, you can uh, email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. The second GOP debate happened last night. Want to get your thoughts on what you thought of the debate. If you watched it, we've been taking uh, your comments uh, throughout this morning. You can also email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. For those of you who missed it, let's give you a little, uh, a few highlights. Welcome to the second Republican debate of the 2024 primary, live from the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, California. Joe Biden should not be on the picket line. He should be on the southern border working to close our southern border because it is unsafe, wide open, and insecure. Look, I do disagree with something Tim Scott just said. Joe Biden doesn't belong on a picket line. He belongs on the unemployment line. As president of the United States, I'll be standing with workers all across America, and I'll be standing for the right to work of every American to join a union or not join a union as they decide. If the government shuts down, should voters blame populist Republicans? Voters should blame everybody who's in Washington, D.C. Where's Joe Biden? He's completely missing in action from leadership. And you know who else is missing in action? Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you. 
to defend his record where they added 7.8 trillion to the debt. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight. Not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on this stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. You have said slaves develop skills in spite of slavery, not because of it. But many are still hurt. For the sentence of slaves, this is personal. What is your message to them? So first of all, that's a hoax that was perpetrated by Kamala Harris. Uh, we are not going to be doing that. Second of all, that was written by descendants of slaves. These are great black history scholars, so we need to stop playing these games. There is not a redeeming quality in slavery. He and Kamala should have just taken the one sentence out. I have a radical idea for the Republican Party. We need to win elections. And part of how we win elections is reaching the next generation of young Americans where they are. So when I get into office, I've been very clear. Kids under the age of social, under the age of 16, should not be using addictive social media. This is infuriating because TikTok is one of the most dangerous social media apps yes, that we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. You've gone and you've we helped China build, make medicines in China, not America. You are now wanting kids to go and get on the social media that's dangerous for all of us. You went and you were in business with the Chinese that gave Hunter Biden $5 million. We can't trust you. Polls don't elect presidents. Voters elect presidents. And we're going to take the case of the people in these early states. We're going to do it in a state-by-state direction. And why? Because as Reagan said in his day, this is our time for choosing. So uh, that's some of the highlights from the uh, debate last night. I do find it uh, interesting. I'll use that term um, because Chris Christie used almost every chance he could to uh, slam Trump, Donald Trump, who mm-hmm. was not on the stage. He he probably helped himself a tiny bit, but slammed Trump even more if people, you know, paid attention. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if he did help himself. It, it's just weird to see um, in polling right now he is sixty points behind Donald Trump. Sixty, the the closest person. To to Donald Trump in polling is uh, DeSantis, and he's still 50 points behind. So when you're 60 points behind, (laughs) I I guess you have to do something to try to stand out, and slamming the leader Mm -hmm. might be the thing to do. I don't know. Um, The other thing that last night, um, the the debates have become almost unwatchable, and I thought thought that after the first time. And last night, um, it it was even worse. Good people who are tainted by a broken system. And it's not the fault uh, of anybody who's involved. Some of us are tainted. Excuse me. Thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting. Literally. While I'm speaking. Well, no, you said by people. If I may finish. Some of the challenges You can't be on both sides. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges. Can we focus on the issues that matter? Everybody knows that. That's enough of that crap. There had to be, in the total of two hours, ten minutes of that, where you couldn't understand a single word anybody was saying. Um, And and numerous times the uh, panel had to say, hey, look, one person at a time. When your time is up, when you hear that bell, quit talking. Um, Even at one point they said, hey, when that bell goes off, if you don't quit talking, we'll turn off your mic. We don't want to do it, but we'll turn off your mic. And and nobody helped themselves doing that. No. You can't understand a thing. I don't understand the thing of, oh, I'm going to shout over you. 
because you're on a microphone. You're not shouting, oh, everybody has the same level. You know what I mean? Uh, Tom writes in, the whole debate was useless. I muted the shout fest and read a good book. Much better use of my time. Michael Boise says, Mike Pence bragging about sleeping with a teacher. Didn't have that on my bingo card. Yeah, that was a little creepy. <laughs> well, he was talking about his wife. No, I know. But, I mean, here's a guy who said, you know, I will never, ever go out to dinner or meet another woman unless there's another person with us. By the way, uh, yeah. I sleep uh, I sleep with a teacher. Yeah. And, uh, how many people watching uh, doesn't know that he's married to a teacher? And yeah. we're sitting there listening to that and go, what? I what did a, he just say? I had a fantastic time in high school, <laughs> but now I was the vice president. Um, two Dogs of Stars says, uh, in regard to Nikki Haley, I mentioned earlier that she had a funny line because somebody else brought it up. Uh, and that was about telling uh, Ramaswamy that whenever he talks, she feels dumber. <laughs> yeah. uh, Two Dogs of Stars says uh, Nikki Haley made some great points about health care, including tort reform. Cost reduction won't happen until we have tort reform. I don't think we should reform it back to two hundred grand, though. I don't think Nikki Haley... But, uh, but yeah, you shouldn't be able to uh, sue somebody and get like $3 billion. Yeah. I don't think Nikki Haley hurt herself at all last night. Um, based on uh, polling, Drudge, Drudge uh, does a... Uh, poll that goes on starting when the debate starts Mm -hmm. um you know so it's instant polling Uh, we won't see polling on uh most polls out for at least you know probably till the beginning of next week uh but the drudge this is not scientific it's just anybody who you know is reading on drudge you can vote for who you think won the debate uh so unscientific but based on that polling uh nikki haley won uh, by a pretty good margin last night and that would be two in a row because they thought that nikki haley won the last one too uh and did increase her polling numbers after the last debate. Uh, she won by 37%. Ron DeSantis on the polling, 21%. And then in third place, Vivek Ramaswamy at 13%. Everybody else way behind. The final, uh, the final three were behind. Uh, Burgum, Scott, and Pence all had less than 5%. And Pence, by the way, Vice President, former Vice President Spent, Pence uh, came in last with only 2% of the votes. I had Pence last. Here's, here's how I scored, okay? I had uh, DeSantis winning. Uh, I, I felt like some of the questions he got were softballs, but he could answer those and did. And he also brought up a few new things, and he also went after Trump a few times, which you probably should be doing since least, he's yeah, so far ahead should, of you in the polls. You should mention. Uh, you should at least mention him. Um, I had Bergham coming in second because he, I thought he played the governor card very well. Yeah, in other I words, I have been in charge of something before, unlike some of these people. I liked him in the last one, and I know he showed up as one of the last people and did again. Mm-hmm. But I, there's another guy that I liked his answers. And another guy who didn't spend most of the night trying to interrupt and over-yell over everybody else. I agree with you. I had uh, Chris Christie third. As I said, I think he may have helped himself a bit, but I don't think he was even trying to help himself so much as he was trying to take down Donald Trump. Yeah. I thought I, I had him uh, probably fifth. Um, Ramaswamy, I had him fourth, even though uh, I, I think he was trying to uh, sweep the nut job vote and... Uh, what he was doing, I, I called it auctioneer shtick. In other words, 
speak you know faster and with yeah. more words than anybody else, and you'll win. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a quick break. Uh, go ahead and weigh with, in with your thoughts. You watched the debate last night. What did you think? Who did you think won? Uh, also, the uh, impeachment inquiry got underway just about 45 minutes ago. We'll talk a little bit about that, what we could expect to see uh, today and over the uh, impeachment. Uh, that and more all on the way here on News Talk KBOI. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, text message in uh, 208-336-3700. Pence is the human form of melatonin. <laughs> uh, so he put you to sleep last night, did he? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, another question from uh, Eric this morning. This has to do with the government shutdown uh, that is fast approaching on Sunday if they don't come to an agreement. If the government does shut down, will Social Security checks still go out? Yes, Eric, Social Security checks will still continue to uh, go out. It is National Ask a Stupid Question today. Don in uh, Eagle listening on 93.1 FM. You have a stupid question for us. Good morning, guys. Hi, Don. Hey, uh, I, I don't know if it's still so, because I haven't been to drive-in banking in a while, but it used to be they had Braille in drive-up banking. <laughs> um, I think they still do. You mean when you drive up to a drive-up ATM machine, it's got Braille on it, right? Right, so if the driver's blind, why are they driving? <laughs> you, know, um, you know what, though? You can't, they... They had to do that. It wasn't a mistake. They have to do it because it satisfies the the to the letter the Americans with Disabilities Act. You also have to keep in mind that those are walk-up ATMs also. So people can walk up to well, use the ATMs. Or you can be sitting behind the driver and they can pull up, you know, to the second uh, window so you can do your banking and a blind yeah. person right. can do and, that. And I know they have them on the walk-up, but that's usually in the front of the bank. You're mm-hmm. not supposed to be walking up to a drive-thru. Yeah, some, some of them right, don't, like, have like a, US, don't have a regular walk-up. They just have the, the drive-thru, uh, and that's what they use. The really old U.S. bank building downtown, they have that in their in their drive-thru. They, yeah. they still have Braille. Yeah, th- I was theirs. specifically like I, thinking about U.S. Yeah. Bank, because the ones that I've went to at U.S. Bank, I, it's where I bank, they also have the same thing. Um, Don? It thanks is, thanks for the question. You're going to have to try a little harder, though. That was not a stupid question. <laughs> You're right, though. It is sur- superfluous, but apparently necessary. Yeah. Uh, Paul and Nampa, what's your stupid question this morning? So, is it true that Kamala Harris got the root cause of the people coming over the border? But is it also true that Alejandro Mayorkas I said that the border, the border has been closed now for over two and a half years. Is it true that it's closed? Um, I would say no. I did definitely not true that it's it's closed because we just saw in the last week the most illegals come across the border in a single day. That record was broken broken twice in the last week. I think it was last some Thursday was ten thousand and then on Sunday was eleven thousand in one some, day. Some some of the legal crossings are closed, but it really hasn't made that much difference. Yeah. Um still not a stupid question. Uh two oh eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless when we come back we'll talk about the impeachment inquiry that just began today. Continue to weigh in with your thoughts about the debate if you watched last night and it is National Ask a Stupid Question Day.
You have a stupid question, you won't feel stupid because this is your day. Feel free to give us a call, 208-336-3700, and ask away. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Guns and Roses will be here next month, live in concert, and we are giving you a chance to go. You've got 45 more minutes if you want to get your tickets. You've got a text, <laughs> as you just heard, GNR to 208-336-3700. If you've already texted us, doesn't increase your chances, so you just have to text once, and you'll be in on that uh, drawing for the free tickets to Guns and Roses. But like I said, you have about till 9.50 this morning. Uh, to get that in, this and then we'll choose makes uh, me a winner feel, for you. Makes me feel so juvenile because every time we talk about this, I think to myself, "Hey, call up if you want to win guns and roses, and roses ticket." <laughs> uh, quick update on the stock market. Uh, looks like we've seen a little bit of change, at least on the uh, Dow. Dow is up seventy-two points as of right now. Uh, Nasdaq is uh, up minimally, uh, but we've, we, it is a change than what we saw earlier this morning because when they first opened up, uh, everything was in the red. But it is, opened, uh, it is up just a little bit as of right now, uh, which is at least a sliver of good news from what we have seen throughout the uh, month. It's not been a good month for uh, stocks so far. So um, I'm hoping that October will be much better for my 401k and oh. IRA accounts. It's National Ask a Stupid uh, Question Day. If you want to get in with your question, no question will be too stupid today. Feel free. People have tried already and haven't asked a stupid question. They were actually pretty good questions. True. 208 336 It's like that saying, you know, goes. Pound 670. There are no stupid questions, only stupid people. On your Verizon wireless, you can uh, email chris at kby.com and mike at kby.com. Uh, George uh, gets us on... Uh, Email this morning. It says, yesterday a Republican congressman got on the floor and delivered a classic sidewinder. Quoting here, we are devaluing American money so rapidly that in America today, you can't even bribe Democrat senators with cash alone. You need to bring gold bars to get the job done just so the bribes hold value. Wow. That's actually pretty good. (laughs) That's actually pretty good. And apparently, as we discovered, you can... Give them the gold bars when they don't even know how much they're worth. (laughs) Um, Chuck Schumer, uh, you heard this in the uh, news a little bit earlier this morning from ABC, um, said he is disappointed in Menendez, doesn't go further and demand his resignation, which is strange because he was very adamant that Republican Senator Santos resign um, when he went under charge. However, there are more than 30 uh, of the Democrats who have or urged him to resign. Now. Yeah. Well, like, I'm, like, I'm specifically like talking about... At the beginning about, of the day yesterday, it was something like six, and it kept getting larger. Yeah, I'm specifically talking about Chuck Schumer, right. because he's in leadership, and he was so adamant that uh, George Santos resign. He was accused of spending campaign funds on luxury clothing and car payments, fraudulently receiving more than 24000 in unemployment benefits, and reporting false income and asset data on house disclosure forms. Um, I don't have any problem with that. Falsifying he, his resume. Yeah, falsifying his resume, which, by the way, is not against the law. 
the other things that he was charged with you know, are, if, are against the if, law. If against the law is the only uh, gauge you're using, then yeah, great. It's not against the law. But, you know, I'm going to set the bar a little higher. But if you do that, we won't have any congressmen. True. If you, if you say you can't lie in Congress, See? we have no congressmen. Only good can come from it. <laughs> um, Bob Menendez charges taking bribes from three New Jersey businessmen. Um, both have said, you know, that they've, they've pled innocent or not guilty. Um, it's, it's just weird, as adamant as he was. And then, you know, and he says that Menendez is a friend of his. Um, that shouldn't change when you're, you're a congressman. It shouldn't change how you uh, feel if you feel, you know, in, in one congressman breaking the law and, and needs to resign and the other doesn't. Not a good look. <laughs> uh, Susan from CUNA writes in a uh, text message at 208-336-3700. I think Congress should be more like Steve Appleton from Micron. When Micron was having difficulties years ago, he would not take a salary from Micron until they were profitable. Congress should not get paid until they've done their job. Pass a balanced budget, not just a continuous resolution. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Susan. Don't please stop texting us. <laughs> That's sarcasm, by the way, Susan. That was a, that was a great point. A lot of CEOs and executives, uh, you know, an- announce very freely that they're either taking a very a, a much lower salary or none at all. Of course, you know, they still cash in their stock options, but those are only worth a few million. Yeah. Denny and Nampa says the big losers in that fiasco last night were all the poor rubes who had to sit through all the caterwauling from supposed adults who claimed to be skilled in presenting an argument. Ronald Reagan was probably hanging and shaking his head. Some of those who were within camera range displayed some pretty disgusted expressions Kind of matched mine. That's what Denny says. Thank you, Denny. Yeah, it, it was kind of interesting to say at times when they would show the uh, people sitting behind that were watching, sitting behind the moderators, um, uh, their their looks on their faces. It, it was that was kind of entertaining. Way more entertaining than people talking over themselves. It was like somebody had you know taken something out of the fridge and said, "Hey, smell this. Is this any good?" <laughs> uh, Billy C says, "If these candidates are running against Trump." Why didn't anyone mention, one, Trump called for General Milley over 40 years of service to the country to be tried for treason for assuring China about nuclear war. Two, Biden was interacting with real United Auto Workers strikers while Trump was at an invitation-only rally with non-United Auto Workers workers posing as UAW strikers. It seems all the debaters Mm. aren't serious about winning the Republican nomination and just auditioning for vice president. However... Trump, speaking last night when you're talking about, said that he does not intend to offer anybody currently running for president the vice presidential spot. And we had asked the question this morning. It, it, that more than likely sounds like he's already made his uh, decision and it's not somebody up there. Because now, obviously, you can just say, no, I'm not choosing one of these and still not made a decision. Um, Chuck writes in, gets us on Facebook and says, uh, Carrie Lake, I think she's been the pick the whole time. True, and she's which, not running which, for president. Yeah, and he, you might not be wrong because you know, uh, I think Trump does like Kerry Lake, and Kerry Lake has been a uh, Trump supporter this whole time. John writes in. He says, uh, "Don't forget, Trump declared bankruptcy six times for a reason, as a way to dodge debts. Trump has filed for six business bankruptcies." And let's see. John also says, "Yes, it's true. A New York State Supreme Court judge ruled that." Values Donald J. Trump had submitted to banks and insurance companies 
clearly contained fraudulent valuations that defendants used in business. One striking example is his claim that his living quarters in Trump Tower were 30,000 square feet when it is actually 10,996 square feet. As a result, the value in 2016 was inflated by $207 million. Another big hit is Seven Springs, Trump's estate in New York, which was Trump-valued at $261 million, while professional appraisers put the value at $30 million. The court cites eight others. The New York AG is seeking a $250 million fine, as well as to bar Trump and his three sons from ever running a business in New York again. The AG also referred the court's finding to federal prosecutors in Manhattan. This is big trouble for the Don and his sons. That was John. And once again, John, I'll point out, just like I did uh, yesterday to you, filing for bankruptcy isn't against the law. It's not even a bad thing. It can be a good thing. So when you, you're trying to say that it was a bad thing that he has uh, done it, tens of millions of people file for bankruptcy every single year for the same reason that Trump did it. It can be a good business move, whether you like it or not. Uh, the other thing I'll point out, just like I did yesterday, if these businesses that Trump got his loans on are only appraised for what you're saying they appraise for, how the hell did he get all the money from the banks? Because banks just don't give you um, loans based on a pinky swear that I promise my valuation is correct. They do their own investigation Man, and appraisals. Banks don't give so me that, loans based on that. <laughs> so they, they don't get screwed in the end. Jerry says, uh, oh, please, the man is guilty. No assessor has been in my house. Bet they haven't been in Trump's. They have no clue how my house is. When we built it, there was an unfinished daylight basement. It was listed at 1,900 square feet without the basement. Ten years later, it's finished and added 2,000 feet. County still lists as 1,900 square feet unless they take a tour inside the assessed value had no effect on sales value. Jerry didn't list his last name, which is good. It's probably not even good if his name is actually Jerry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, 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 You're you inviting want, people, hey, come over to my house and reassess <laughs> you it. You don't want the assessors to come check it out and start charging you more. Yeah. Uh, so smart move there, not uh, giving your last name. Um, here's a text message. No name on this. says maybe Christy Nome is a, a running mate for Trump. There's another example. She's not running for uh, exactly so president, far, and she's so far the only criteria we know for sure is you can't be running for president. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. Uh, you can email us Chris at kboi dot com and Mike at kboi dot com. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at seven. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. <laughs> We we may have our first stupid question of the morning. Oh. You have to put all this together. And I apologize. It's national uh, is it ask a stupid question. Is it written thing. or live? It, it is written. Okay. Uh, and it's on text at 208-336-3700. Good morning. What number do I text GNR for the Guns N' Roses tickets concert? Oh, okay. The same one you just texted. <laughs> what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. (laughs) 
we're just having fun with you. Don't don't worry. I, I know I promised that I, I wasn't going to make fun if you ask a, a stupid question. But tying all that together, you text us and asking us what number to text you. Okay. Uh, go ahead and text us, though. GNR, 208-336-3700. Hopefully that answers uh, your question there. Gordon and Council, uh, another stupid question this morning. What's your stupid question? Well, yes, it was. I was informed of what the two stupid questions are in a college class. I had the good fortune of attending classes in several institutions of higher learning, and to give us a little encouragement at the beginning of every term, there would be instructors who would encourage us to ask questions, and they would say, "And remember, there are no stupid questions." I, everybody, anybody who went to school remembers a professor saying that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I had one, one, yeah. Well, one instructor said, "Actually, there are two stupid questions," and he said, "The first one was." Do I have to learn this? <laughs> and, and the second stupid question was, is this going to be on the test? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so those are the stupid questions. I had a professor who swore that somebody looked up from a test and said, is this going to be on the test? And he says, you're taking the test. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Gordon. Uh, great call. Appreciate it. But that's okay. Remember, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. 208-336-3700. Bob in Nampa listening on 93.1 FM this morning. Uh, you want to talk uh, about the presidential uh, debate and uh, also Donald Trump. And uh, you, you think you know who he's going to pick as his vice president? Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense to be uh, the, the current governor of Arkansas, Sarah Sanders Huckabee. Oh, yeah, he's worked with her before. Well, that's another good one. She was a great press secretary. Plus, obviously, she's a woman, so she'll get him some women votes. Should. And she'll bring in some of the Southern votes. Interesting. That is, it is interesting. Thanks for the call, Bob. Uh, all yeah, the, it kills several birds with one stone. All the three predictions we have, because, uh, and we're talking about this because Donald Trump said last night, Females. none of the people that are running for president is who he's going to uh, pick mm-hmm. as his uh, running mate if he's going to be, if he ends up being the GOP pick uh, for the president. All, all of them, as you just mentioned, all females, which I, th- I think would do him good in getting the female vote, especially since there are so many uh, people out there who consider him misogynistic. Marie in Boise writes in, uh, DeSantis impressed me last night. He said Trump added $7.8 trillion to the deficit and that that was what brought on all the inflation we have now. So, yes, uh, Ron, I, too, am going to vote for Joe Biden. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think DeSantis meant to do that. Uh, David writes in, uh, Trump owns 500 businesses, 250 have his name on them. Six bankruptcies is nothing. Somebody wrote something very similar yesterday, but their point was, and how many of those are shell corporations? And I don't know the answer. Would they be shell corporations if they have his name on them? Uh, those wouldn't be the ones that have his name. Now, his name has just been licensed to like 250 different, uh, businesses, most, mostly buildings. You know, because if if you have the, the Trump name on a building, it means, oh, Trump built this building is what everybody thinks. Yeah. Well, and as also as a business person who has a lot of money, um, you form different business. You don't put everything under one basket. Basket, yeah. Uh, All because, your eggs. Because if, if you do that, and for whatever reason, say you get sued because somebody falls down uh, an, an elevator shaft that accidentally opens up, 
um, they they can sue you for that one entity. They can't sue you and take from all the other entities so that you put them in separate businesses and LLCs so that those assets from other yeah. businesses are protected from certain lawsuits and and uh, things like that. Well, and this is why occasionally uh, there are billionaire business owners who do file bankruptcy on their business. And people are always like, well, you've got all this uh, you know, personal money. Why didn't you put it into the business? Yeah. And that's part of the reason too, to protect the rest of your businesses. I mean, it's just, it, it's, I know it, it may sound, uh, a little, here's my term again, hinky. Um, but I mean, it, it's, it's not, un- it's good but business it's, sense. But as, as you say, it's not unlawful. Yeah. Uh, Tim says it's his income. He lied about his net worth. Well, I mean, well, that's, that's, that's not what, uh, that, I mean, that is something they're, uh, Im- yeah. implying, but that's not exactly what he's been, uh, that's not what the judge in the summary judgment. Yeah, that wasn't um, what was mentioned. Exactly. Decided, yeah, decided. But this it, it does go along with the other. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit. The uh, impeachment inquiry is getting underway this morning. It got underway just about an hour ago with the uh, first witnesses that will be called today. We'll start to see uh, a little bit more of uh, if they have any uh, evidence. Yeah. Specifically somebody, looking, somebody, I mean, there, there's evidence, but so far, no smoking gun, somebody, I think you could say. Somebody wrote in earlier, it'll be nice to see if their witnesses wis- witnessed anything. <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, what's going on? Over 700 pages of documents were dropped uh, yesterday with uh, whistleblower witness testimony and other evidence. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that because this is something we're going to be talking about probably o- over the next week or so, maybe even longer. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. All right, into the last 20 minutes, if you want to get uh, free Guns N' Roses tickets, you can win them right now. Text GNR to 208-336-3700. There's Guns N' Roses um, with their uh, required rock ballad, because if you're a rock and roll group, you have to have at least one rock ballad. That was theirs. And by the way, it was a really big hit. You want to go to the concert, this is your final chance uh, coming up here this morning. we got lots more tickets we'll be giving away leading up to the concert but if you want to get your tickets today, make sure you've got them. Go ahead and text us uh, right now. We'll give you here about another 20 more uh, minutes. The uh, impeachment inquiry is underway. Started uh, just a little over an hour ago. That $10 million in that Ukrainian payment, that is from this unverified source, an FBI informant that claims that the Biden family pushed this Ukrainian oligarch to pay $10 million here. There's no evidence that Biden accepted this bribe, this bribe to influence Ukrainian policy. And in fact, the ranking member of this committee, Jamie Raskin, has said that the Trump Justice Department at the time in 2020 investigated claims from this source and closed the investigation. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in with your thoughts as the impeachment inquiry uh, gets underway this morning, they've already had the uh, opening statements. To date, the House Oversight Committee has uncovered how the Bidens and their associates created over 20 shell companies, most of which were created when Joe Biden was vice president, and raked in over $20 million between 2014 and 2019. 
Evidence reveals that then-Vice President Joe Biden spoke, dined, and developed relationships with his family's foreign business targets. These business targets include foreign oligarchs who sent millions of dollars to his family. It also includes a Chinese national who wired a quarter of a million dollars to his son. For years, President Biden has lied to the American people about his knowledge of and participation in his family's corrupt business schemes. The House Oversight and Accountability Committee has uncovered a mountain of evidence revealing how Joe Biden abused his public office for his family's financial gain. Everything he mentioned there is not illegal. It's also just Hunter, isn't it? I mean, they always say it's Joe Biden's family, and I think they say that so they can include him. But most of those things are just Hunter. Yeah, but here and, and here's the thing. It's going to be a really high bar because you are still looking for that smoking gun. Now, there are certain things that don't look good for Joe Biden. One of those things is that he said his family has never received any money from foreign businesses. We now know that is absolutely not true. Now, you still have, by the way, it's not illegal for people to receive money from foreign businesses. All right. So there's a lot of evidence there, but when they say there's no evidence, so far there's no smoking gun evidence that would tie that money to Joe Biden. And that's what they're going to have to do. And then even if you tie the money to Joe Biden, you're going to have to be able to show that they were bribes to get him to do certain things while he was vice president to, to help. So what they have now, uh, and they're going with, is is mostly circumstantial. So but, far, but, but it's, they, but that's they, what it seems but like. But they think it's glaringly circumstantial enough that it yeah. could work. Yeah, and, and that's why they're having uh, the inquiry. It's not an impeachment. That's the, well, yeah. It's this is not an impeachment um, hearing. This is an impeachment inquiry because they are able to have more wide ranging subpoena powers True. to get. Other information that if they, if they possibly thought every, help, but the, if they thought everything was dead to rights, they'd skip the inquiry and go right for the impeachment. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, like one of the things, and, and they released over seven hundred pieces of documents uh, yesterday ahead of the hearing today of whistleblower testimony that wasn't previously known. Other evidence. Uh, one of the things uh, that came out yesterday, records show that Chinese businesses sent two hundred fifty thousand dollars to Joe Biden's home in twenty nineteen according to financial records obtained by Congress. The payments came in two wire transfers to Hunter Biden, who's listed his father's house house in Wilmington, Delaware, as his own address. Now, the relevation uh, marked an escalation of the investigation into whether Joe Biden had benefited from Hunter's business dealings in countries including China and Ukraine. The White House yesterday, White House spokesperson and lawyer Ian Sams called the new allegations bananas. Responding to a journalist who called the allegations uh, uh, fake would be gotcha because allegedly Hunter was living in Biden's so Delaware home in 2019, Sam's responded. Fake would be gotcha bananas? Yeah. Uh, imagine them arguing that if someone stayed at their parents' house during a pandemic, listed it as their permanent address for work and got a paycheck, the parents somehow also worked for that employer? It's just bananas, he declared. <laughs> There's a significant problem, though, with Sam's response. And it, this, is, this is where you, you put together a whole case. Because the now 
dead defunct plea deal that Hunter struck up with the federal prosecutors included a statement of facts under oath that Hunter agreed was true when he entered into the deal. In the statement of facts, Hunter said that at the time, in 2019, he was living on the other side of the country in California, not Delaware. That's a problem because oh. you, you've got you've got the lawyer saying no. Hunter Biden was living there. I thought that was coming up on a, like a, a smoking gun thing, but that's just the opposite, isn't it? Well, I, if Hunter Biden's not living there, why is the money going to the Joe Biden's house? Ah, there we are. That that smoking gun. And returns. once again, that's that's not really still a smoking gun. Well, sort of. But yeah. uh, but I mean, if if Hunter's not living there, why is all that money going to Joe Biden's house? And there's two different ways in his book. Hunter Biden also said that he was living in California in 2019. Now, is it possible that he could be too stoned to fill out a change of address card? <laughs> well, that very well could be. Uh, now, Abe, Abe Lowell, an er- mm-hmm. attorney for Hunter, said um, he weighed in after all this blew up and, and said, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. It wasn't that he was living at Delaware. It says the only reason he used that address is because uh, that's what was on Hunter's driver's license at the time. Mm. Still seems a little weird, but okay. Leslie of Boise, or no, it says Leslie of Caldwell. I've, I've gotten one from Leslie of Boise before, but this says Leslie of Caldwell. Says, uh, Chris, I like your line about winning guns and roses tickets. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to say that right. To but I live it, in right? Caldwell. How about this? Uh, tonight in Nampa, guns and roses. Tonight in Caldwell, not enough roses. <laughs> I think she's talking about some of the shootings they've had. Over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve in Boise, listening on 670 AM. Thanks for being patient this morning. Do you have a stupid question? It's National Stupid Question yeah. Day if you're just tuning in. So we're taking all your stupid questions today. Go ahead. Okay, well, it's National Stupid Questions Day. It's also National Sons Day. I guess the question is, what happened? That that's Is that the whole thing, or...? That's your whole That's question. It. Oh, okay. okay. What happened? What happened? Oh, oh no, that was that was Hillary's book, wasn't it? What <laughs> happened? Well, I think it, I don't think it was a question so much as it, there was a period at the end of that, well, which, by the way, is also not intended to be a pun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I, that's my stupid question. Okay. What happened? Hey, it, it was. It was. It was very good. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um. This may not be a stupid question. This is a text, by the way, uh, 208-336-3700. This may not be a stupid question, but a head-scratcher. Why do I see uh, handicap tags on motorcycles? I guess because you can own a motorcycle and be the person riding on the back. Uh, so you have to get it. Uh, I think you could still you have to get be handicapped, officially handicapped, and still and still drive a motorcycle. Ride a motorcycle? Also. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know enough about that. I mean, you see a lot of people, um, you know, sometimes that have, and, and I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, I have a friend who has a handicap sticker because he had knee replacement surgery and they mm-hmm. gave him a handicap sticker. Okay. Um, you can still drive, I would imagine. Uh, I mean, they had him walking um, within six hours of his surgery. So if you have a motorcycle and you could still have a handicap sticker on your motorcycle, still drive your, your motorcycle, even though you may have had knee replacement we surgery a, and, you know, don't, shouldn't be walking very Years long. ago on this program, we had a huge argument because somebody had called in and said they get disgusted and sometimes take action when they see somebody pull up to a store, park in the handicap spot, and then jump out and run into the store. 
and then they notice they have like a handicap sticker or a handicap license plate. And uh, people were calling up and saying, you have no idea what handicaps or how many there are or what, you know, is going on with people. There are people who are so arthritic that, mm-hmm. uh, that you know, that they can't, uh, uh, you know, they, they shouldn't park an acre away from where they're going or whatever. But it's, it, and people were just really angry yeah. that anybody would assume that, that uh, you know, they assume I know your handicap. Now, the guy wrote back and he says, those handicap spots are extra wide for wheelchairs. And then somebody said, then why do they give handicap stickers to people who don't have wheelchairs? And... It just kept going. It, I think we we talked about that for like 90 minutes, and people were just really mad. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. So take a break. One more segment on the way. By the way, you've got five minutes. Five minutes! If you want to get your Guns N' Roses tickets, final chance to text us at 208-336-3700. All you have to do is text three letters, G N R. And you are in. If you want those free tickets, Guns N' Roses will be here next month. 208-336-3700. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. If the Republicans have a broad goal here, it probably is not to trigger a trial in the Democratic-controlled Senate to have Joe Biden ousted from office as much as it is to establish in the public mind the idea that Joe Biden was the head of a family that engaged in corrupt dealings, trading on Joe Biden's office holding as vice president of the United States, and the idea that Joe Biden has not been honest about it with the public. Even if they find evidence of wrongdoing, maybe there is a smoking gun, and they can put that showing that money did flow from Hunter Biden and they get bank records that shows that money directly went from Hunter Biden to Joe Biden's bank account and they begin an impeachment. It's not going anywhere in the Senate. You you still have to have 60 people in a Democratic-controlled Senate that would vote for it. And, and you've seen in the past where, you know, for instance, Bill Clinton, Mm-hmm. I mean, it was proven that he lied to Congress and still didn't get impeached. It, well, he got well, he impeached, got, but he didn't get, he didn't get found guilty. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get convicted. This is this is interesting polling. This and by the way, this comes from CNN. So before you write in and goes, oh yeah, you're cherry picking polls from Fox or Newsman. This is a poll, CNN poll. A uh, majority of Americans, sixty-one percent, believe President Joe Biden played a hand in his son Hunter Biden's business dealings while he was vice president. Within the 61%, 42% of respondents said they believe Biden's actions were illegal. 18% said he merely acted unethically. And 1% said he was involved in his son's dealings but did nothing wrong. Majority of the respondents, 55%, also said they thought Joe Biden has acted inappropriately during the ongoing investigations into his son, while 44% said he acted uh, appropriately. Once again, CNN poll here. um, Most dramatic, only 9% of respondents said that Biden has not gained personal finance benefit at all as a result of being president. 9% said that he hasn't gain personal financial benefit 
as a result of being the president of the United States. That's kind of surprising. Well, and uh, because this is we should, we should probably point out that not a single person who answered that absolutely knows the truth one no, way or the other. No, this is they're just, just guessing, a, yeah. just a poll and their feelings. But once again. It's telling because it is a CNN poll, and it mm. is not just Republicans who are anti- This is Republicans, Democrats, and Independents. Kind of an interesting poll. Mm-hmm. It will be interesting to see if anything changes during this impeachment inquiry. I, I imagine it's going to depend on what type of evidence, if any evidence, that can tie Joe yeah. Biden to his son receiving money from China. Because as, as we've said, you know, it, it doesn't look good, and you have to question, you know, here's somebody that has, you know, no experience in the oil industry. Why did he get all that money? Even if he got that money, it's not illegal for a company to be too stupid to pay somebody that has no experience to yeah. sit on their board. That's That in itself is not well, and illegal. Then, and then somebody called us the other day and pointed out, uh, how long how long his resume actually was before he got that position and they said that wouldn't be that unusual for uh, mm. somebody to be named <laughs> it, you know it might not be that unusual except for everything else that was going on in his life at, at that time that's that might be the unusual yeah, I mean, part it's like but he was probably why, he was probably hiding a lot of that why well there's not a lot that you can i mean if you see some of the pictures of him um where he's missing missing almost all his teeth that's kind mm-hmm. of hard to hide well i mean you know with dentures you can <laughs> uh, now granted <laughs> since then he's had all those teeth uh replaced oh, that's a good point. um so i like i said a, a lot of the stuff that you know it doesn't look good you know it it a lot of the stuff just flat out looks bad. Yeah, like not having teeth. But to say, okay, this is illegal, and that means that Joe Biden is guilty. You, you, you can draw the line between the two, but you, it's not, once again, we say this all the time, even in a congressional hearing, an impeachment inquiry, it's not what you know, it's not what you think you know, it's what you can prove. And you're going to have to prove that more than just to the committee who's hearing it. You're going to have to prove it to the American people if you have something that you think is wrong. You're going to have to prove that there was actual wrongdoing. That's it for today. Uh, You want to text one final time, GNR to 208-336-3700. I'll give it to you. Uh, Then we'll pick a winner for Guns and Roses tickets. Um, uh, That's it for today. Coming up tomorrow morning, don't forget, KBOI Sweet Deal. uh, Bonefish Grill will be coming up tomorrow morning, and we'll have another chance for you to do some winning. So listen in.